morning, everybody. This is Latasha Martin with our morning message in multiple places, but our primary place on Facebook is Connect, Collaborate, Create, which is right here. If you want to join that group, that would be awesome. Um, this message today, I'm going to put my disclaimer out there. You'll see that it's one of my signature statements, Power to Choose, and I put the date on there, 10-8-2020, and it is one of these, these lessons or one of these teachable moments or one of these messages that you're going to either decide, yes, I want to hang on and I want to share, tag and like somebody, or I'm going to reject that message this morning, Latasha. And I'm just going to put that on the shelf. Either way, I welcome your response of authenticity because as the message talks about, we all have the power to choose. So I'm going to go ahead and pray. And as I'm praying, if by my entering statement, you want to share, tag and like someone, share tag and invite someone that would be great uh if you want to subscribe and whatever on the youtube that's awesome if not um i will just say good morning and have a great day dear god we love you today we praise you and give you the highest praise in jesus name god i thank you so much for always reminding me of who i desire to please most god and my desire is to be all that you created me to be this morning i pray that this message is on fire and it shows the glory and the beauty and the the best thing about having a relationship with Christ. Dear Lord, I thank you today. I thank you in Jesus name. Dear God, I pray that people are transformed by the power of the gospel this morning. Dear God, I pray that if this message makes anyone uncomfortable, that they go and then spend some time with you so that you can speak to that place of insecurity or that place of where they thought they were delivered and they can be transformed. And I thank you, God, for being a gentleman who gives us as human beings the power to choose. And this morning, I pray that they choose you, Lord. And I thank you, God. I thank you that you are magnified and glorified in this experience. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So let me just say this again. <laughs> when I'm doing training classes, <laughs> what did Shanna say? I'll hang on even if my flesh doesn't like it. When I'm doing training classes, sometimes when I know I'm going into some difficult content. This is what I will tell people in front of the room. And now I'm going to do this virtually. I will tell them that we are about to experience a journey where we're on a roller coaster. Now, I'm not a fan of roller coasters, but what I do know when I did like them, Good Morning Lakita, is when I used to ride roller coasters, the importance is, is before the ride takes off, you need to strap up and make sure that you are secure. So today's message, let me give you the big idea so you can decide and you can take your power to choose and say, do I want to stay or do I want to walk away? The choice is yours because you too have the power to choose. And the big idea, for today before we get into the meat of the message is your life circumstances shows you your decisions and your priorities. Let me say that one more time. I should have actually typed it out somewhere. Your life circumstances shows you your decisions and your priorities. Now let's put them in some buckets before we go into the gospel. The gospel will show you that when we look at this from a 50,000 foot view, you can make a statement like that. And what many of us decide is we stay in our comfort zone. We don't ask God for wisdom to show us the evidence of when I made this decision, 
10 years ago in my relationship, here is the, the, this is what happened as a result of my choice, my power to choose. When I look at my career, when I look at my business status, when I look at my health, when I look at my finances in all of these areas, if you've been living longer than the age of 25, and even if you're younger and you just have wisdom beyond your years, you can look at your life and say, when I look at these circumstances, they're evidence of decisions that I chose. Now, there are times when we're faced with things that we could not have predicted. So for example, if we got a health diagnosis and the doctor told us this and that, and it didn't line up with the lifestyle choices that we've been making for ourselves, then we could get that diagnosis from the doctor and we still have the power to choose to either retreat or respond we can react emotionally or we can spend some time with Jesus and respond. We can decide that we're going to do something different or we can deal with the outcome and react to it. But the bottom line is in all of these things and in every single day in all of our lives, we always have the power to choose. Now, you might be saying, no, nah, Latasha, that's not true. I don't always have the power to choose. And when I look at my life, no, some things were just dealt to me. And I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I do not agree. I really am a firm believer that your life circumstances shows you your decisions and your priorities. So now let's go into the book of James. And in the book of James, because I feel like this statement right here in this passage that we're going to be in this morning, I feel like we're going to sit here for a while. Don't know how long that while is. Earlier this week, I thought we were going to be in the book of James collectively. And this morning, when God was giving me my own personal spanking, good morning, Ida Lynn, my own personal spiritual spanking, he was like, you're going to sit right here in the book of James in the third chapter, the 13th through the 18th verse, because we're sophisticated Christians. And sometimes it takes more than one day to get the message. So maybe I won't be sharing it with you each day, but I know that God is saying for Latasha, she's going to be here for a while. So in James, the third chapter, in the 13th through the 18th verse, in the NIV translation, it says there are two kinds of wisdoms. That's the subtitle of this particular passage. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done in humility that comes from wisdom. But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from heaven, but is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, you will find disorder and every evil practice. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, the peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and fruit, impartial and sincere, peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. Okay. This message has so much goodness wrapped up in it. And I'm going to be studying this passage because what I was realizing for myself is, is that, you know, when it comes to wisdom, yes, the book of James says, if we need wisdom, let's ask for it. Let's ask for it. But when God starts to expose things about your decisions or your demeanor 
or the way you engaged into those buckets that I talked about before, the big question that I want to ask you today is, are you using the wisdom from that earthly perspective, meaning that I'm asking God for wisdom, but the ask for that wisdom is still based on me wrapping it up in my own confidence, my own, like what I can do. And I've got these selfish ambitions. And so I'll say that he has a purpose for me, but really his purpose doesn't trump my feelings and my emotions. His purpose does not trump really, if I'm honest, what my plans and my priorities are in life. Because when God starts to give you wisdom, it can disrupt the way that you've always done things. And what happens is, is that if it disrupts the ways that you've always done things and you're not getting the outcome because you're really uncomfortable in those situations, what it can cause you is to say that, yeah, I'm living his purpose, but really it's masked in what you kind of want. Where when you use the 17th verse where it says, but the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all, pure, then peace, loving, considerate, submissive. Ooh, that's a big word. Submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere peacemakers who sow peace and reap a harvest of righteousness. So when I was reading this this morning, I was like, okay, God, what are you saying to Latasha? And maybe some of you might be saying, and Latasha, what are you saying to us? Give me a number one. If you're like, well, what? What could you be possibly saying to us on how does this have anything to do with the power to choose? Well, what I realized is, is that, you know, I recently had a conversation with one of my children and I'm just being honest with y'all. I had a conversation with one of my kids and I thought it was a good conversation. I really did. I walked away thinking things are going to change and we have intentionally made a decision that this is going to be the new way that we communicate with one another. That's what I thought, right? And then yesterday I discovered that although I thought that, they didn't think that. And I was like, hmm, that's interesting. And typically with these conversations, when we wrap them up, it's like an awkward pause at the end. Cause it's like, where do you go? Like you've had all these emotions that you've articulated. And then you're like, so where do we go from here? And it was interesting because they had their perspective and I had my perspective. And what I realized in that moment was, Latasha, you have a decision to make. You can either continue to deal with this, you can continue to be frustrated, or you can ask God for wisdom to fix it. And then this morning, because of how God is just so gracious and so special when we ask him to speak to us, because the word of God is a double-edged sword, what he opened my eyes to is he said to me, as clearly as my spirit could hear from God, practice what you preach. I said, oh, 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 oh okay. What does that mean? Because the authentic, real, keep it real 100 Latasha with you was, I wasn't coming here this morning. I was like, like, what am I going to say to the people? <laughs> like right now, I'm not feeling none of that. Because I'm like, what, what am I going to say to the people? And the Holy Spirit again said, practice what you preach. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? And so even as I reflected on that conversation, I went to that particular child after the fact. And I said, you know what? I would like something different. And what I realized at that moment is, is that 
like I always preach, and hopefully it will encourage some of you when you think about your relationships, your career, your business, your health, your finances, is we always have the power to choose something different. But what I recognize in life is that people hold on to their norms and their habits. Am I the only one? Give me a number one. If you feel like you hold on, even when you know different is better, you hold on to your habits and your behaviors because they're like you're blanky, they're comfortable. You've almost become on autopilot of them. Now, the only difference between, I think, my perspective with that scenario yesterday and my child's perspective is I've got many, many years of spending time with God and recognizing that if I want different, if I really want to change and I have the power to choose, I need to go to God differently. And so when I came to God this morning, I came to God humility, like humility, authentic, honest, being real. I see Shannon is saying (laughs) change is challenging. Yes, it is. And, And I went to God and I literally was like, God, I know you called me to speak, teach, serve, and give, because let me tell you how imposter syndrome and the enemy comes in when you have these conversations of discovery and God says to you, and I don't know if he's ever said to you, like, give me a number one if God's ever said to you, practice what you preach. Um, My job and my day job is I work with people to help them get unstuck by either understanding how they need to have relationships different with the people they hire or sometimes manage relationships with personal relationships because that's an extension of what happens in their work and in their career. And then what I do is I I talk about this whole concept of we we teach people how to treat us. And so there's this whole process. And so this morning, when I went into this time with God, it was so funny because I would have never thought like yesterday, which by the way, I'm going to put it over here in the comments. Yesterday, I finally got the the link for this, this Get Naked With God challenge to work somewhat. And so I, I've been saying in this message that I want people to test. So down here in the comments, I know this seems kind of crazy. There's a link. And if you have a desire to test out the power to choose, you literally can click on that link and start that process. Because what God even this morning said to me, he was like, you have the power to choose, but you're also equipped with the information in this Get Naked With God challenge to help people move forward. And how about you go on to this challenge again for yourself one more time so that you can have an impact on this relationship that you were struggling with and understanding that you also have the power to choose. But here's the difficult thing. Again, sticking to the things that are comfortable to us, right? I I had in my brain this elaborate plan and these circumstances that had to be just so-so before I would ever have the courage to post the link. And so when God was talking to me today about this book of James and the kinds of wisdom, what he was saying to me is this week, 
I literally had submitted to saying, God, I want to go back to that affirmation. God, I really want to be the best version of who you desire me to be. I really want to function from the place of your plans and your purpose for my life. And I really, God, want to be in a place where I do not hustle and I obey you. And so one of the things that he had me do differently this week is I started my day earlier and I had to finish my day, like literally cut it off, like leave my laptop in my office and focus on the priorities in my life. And it was a struggle. You guys saw I posted in the Connect Collaborate Create group. I said, it's it's hard for me to be obedient and to not hustle. Because what I realized is I had started to backslide into some of my bad behaviors that didn't even produce good results back in the early 2000s. And that's where I had become comfortable as a part of this pandemic. And what God is saying to me and what he was reminding me of this morning, he said, this is how you really implement the power to choose. You either make a decision to deal with things or to decide that I want something different. You can stay frustrated or you can fix it. But the only person you can change, Latasha, is yourself. And you had just got to the point where you were saying out loud before, you know what? I like me in spite of what's happening because the old imposter syndrome, Latasha, would shut down and go into isolation and say, you know what? I just had this encounter with someone that I love and I like and I know and I trust that's in my inner circle. And I walked away from that conversation feeling some kind of way and they don't even know that they did that to me and where I really was seeing the most positive impact in my health, in my finances, in my relationships, in my business situation is when I would walk away from those conversations and recognize that I have a power to choose to do something different in spite of what happened in that conversation. Now, I do thank God for wiring me as a person with a real fast rebound. And what I mean by a real fast rebound is, is that I can go back and I don't hang on and linger on and allow emotions to manipulate and destroy the missional stuff that I have to do. But I'm wired that way. And if you don't know how you're wired, I just feel like this is a whole infomercial and that's not my intent today because I'm not really trying to sell nothing. But if you don't know how you're wired and why you react and why you respond certain ways, like there's behavioral assessments that I do and I have done on myself that have given me a different set of data to know, Latasha, here's the situation. And it allows me to say, I could see how they landed there. I could see how they could have that perspective. I could see how two people could walk away and have a different outcome in the same scenario. But if I didn't know that about myself, I wouldn't be able to do that. And so like step one in the power to choose is like knowing yourself, really knowing yourself. And the only way you know yourself is by getting naked with God and by intentionally digging in to say, I want to know myself better. I know that I'm made in the image of God, but God has so many dimensions. And so what that looks like in your image of God, as it reflects into the world, might look different than somebody else. And that is okay. That is okay. That is really okay. Because at the end of the day, 
we have the power to choose. Am I going to surrender to your will on my life so I can be the best version of who God created me to be? Or am I just going to stay in this emotional mess where I'm reacting and I'm rejecting and I'm frustrated and I'm stressed out and I'm eating too much and I'm denying the obvious and I won't allow God to allow people to minister into my life and show me my blind spots by keeping me accountable. And I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to blame the world and I'm going to blame the political system and I'm going to blame what I was born into and I'm going to blame there's a lot of people that will co-sign on your craziness with keyboard courage. There are many groups that will say to you, it's okay to think how you think and to feel how you feel. They'll even get together to just co-sign on the crazy. Like those are the, it's like the messiness of we are all together in this craziness. And that could be the popular message. And if that's what you want, you're not going to get that with Latasha. You're not going to get that with Latasha. You're not going to get it in the morning message. You're not going to get it with the get naked with God. You're not going to get it if you're coaching and working with me. That's just not who I am. Because what I love about God is he will show us in his gospel. Because I really had to have this, this thing of saying, why why are things different for me today? Because these this is the reason. If I had to summarize today. There is this song by Anthony Brown, and I don't know what the group is. And I posted it earlier this week. And it's called This Week, actually. It's by Anthony Brown and the group, what I don't even know the rest of it. And it says, This Week, um, he says, I, what is it? It says, This Week, I'm expecting something different. No matter what, like, my situation and my circumstances look like, like, I'm expecting something different. My miracle is coming my way. And so if I go into the world with expectation and I choose to say that I believe the full gospel of who God is in spite of my situation and circumstances, I know anytime I declare that and I say that, that the enemy hears that message too. And when the enemy hears that message, like I said, over this whole week, his job is to kill, steal, and destroy. Thank you so much, Shannon, for putting it down there. And, and I'm saying that I reject that, that it's a spiritual battle going on and I'm focused in and locked in on what God wants for me. And the only way I can know that is I have to get naked with God. I have to understand that I have the power to choose and I have to make a decision to stop reacting and start responding, to stop doing and start being the authentic me, beginning with God and not a phone call. And this is the final thing that he said to me today, this morning, as I'm sharing with you, I can please the world or I can be on purpose for him. I could please the world or I could stay in purpose for him. And God's purpose for me, God's purpose for you is not asking for permission when you phone a friend. Have you ever been excited about what God has shown you to do that morning? And then you get excited and the first person you tell, all of a sudden it blows up. And it blows up because they'll give you their opinion on God's, what he's shown you clearly in your purpose. And then you get derailed. And then you feel less than. And then you feel demotivated. And then you feel like you're on a detour. What I'm going to challenge you to do is start your day getting naked with God. If you want to enter into this, I'm going to tell you specifically what's going to start happening over the next couple of days. This group is going to be an entry point. 
And the final piece when we're doing the get naked with God stuff is going to be in that group with the get naked with God. So if you click on that link and you follow me there, or maybe the get naked with God will happen at a different time. I'm not a hundred percent sure. This is where I have to go to God and ask him for his guidance. What I do know about the get naked with God is that God showed me that there will not be an end or start date. There is a 21 day challenge that will be revolving in this group. So all the resources and the information for each day will happen there. Because some people might decide to get naked with God today. Some people may decide to get naked with God next week. And right now we're still, I'm still trying to make sure that all the automation and all the guidance that's happening in this tool that I'm using is working right. So for those who want to join there, I appreciate you clicking on the link to the Get Naked With God Challenge and giving me feedback. You can give me feedback either through Messenger on Facebook or you can send me an email. But I know right now and moving forward, my purpose is not to be popular. My purpose is to be intentional for his purpose in my life. And I can't keep looking at the data and getting distracted by that. I have to do what thus saith the Lord each day for his purpose for me. And secondly, I have to serve who God has called me to serve unapologetically. And if it means that I'm leaving you out, I'm not going to apologize for that. I'm going to say that this is who God has called me to serve. And I want to do the best with that because I can't be everything to everybody and be intentional about what God's purpose is for me. That's how God speaks to my heart. And if that's offensive today, then then I don't apologize, but I am going to be very clear about that. So I pray that you'll join and understand that you too have the power to choose. But if you choose at this moment to say, I'm never listening to her again, then I still wish you well on your journey. And that is a decision that you're intentionally making because the big idea for today is your life circumstances shows you the decisions and the priorities of your life. And I hope that you believe that as firmly as I do today because God has shown me that. He's shown me that in how I have been asking for wisdom and how I've been applying that wisdom in my coming and going this week, which is why I feel that I've been so uncomfortable. But I thank him for reminding me the importance of spending time with God, getting naked with God, being clear with God about where my heart space is and just being authentic and honest with God. So then he could begin to minister to me through his word, through messages and through people. Because he did design us to be relational. He did not design us to go into isolation. That's a danger zone, uh, a ploy by the enemy. And so, dear God, we thank you today for bringing us together and helping us to understand that we, too, have the power to choose. Dear Lord, I know that this is not a popular message because it calls for action. And God, I'm okay with that. And I thank you for trusting me with this assignment, God. And dear Lord, I pray that for those whose ears have to hear and lives have to be transformed by the intention of being naked with God, I pray that they're blessed and transformed through this experience with the knowledge that you have given to me to share with them on methodologies and tools and ways in which we too can get naked with God. So dear God, I pray that anyone who hears this message today 
who is frustrated with their situation and their lives, they no longer want the, to stay in the circumstances. I pray that imposter syndrome doesn't come into their head and make them think that it's too late because your grace is not condemning. And it is so available to all of us if we just choose you first, God. And so I pray that people are encouraged and inspired to intentionally do something different and remembering that you are such a kind God that you give us the power to choose. And for that, I'm grateful and I'm thankful. And I'm just amazed by how awesome you are. I thank you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Have a a great day. God bless. Bye-bye.